Greetings, listener. Please enjoy the unintelligible ramblings of your favorite dynamic trio, Arva, Farah, and Westy, as they recap their most interesting traveling experiences. Welcome to The Unintelligibles. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Unintelligibles podcast. I am your host today, Westy, and I am joined by the always amazing and wonderful Arva. Hello. And, of course, the host of last week who is aiming for my life, Farah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, That's that last one's not going to get me, you know, thrown out of the house or anything. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Hello, and we are awake at a totally reasonable hour and have been up doing things and not just waking up and rolling into the basement. <laughs> yeah, I'm a functioning adult. I was awake. You guys are on different time. You guys are on night shift time, even though you guys don't do night shift, so I don't know how the hell. I mean, I don't we? And now I still kind of do. Yeah, we stream into Night Shift. So, I mean... Doesn't that count? We provide entertainment for the degenerates and the Australians, or, you know, essentially the same thing, so... (laughs) Sorry, Australia. You know who you house. They deserve it. Yeah, they do, actually. (laughs) All right, so before we go into the topic, before we go into topic, how was your guys' week? I wasn't expecting this question. I wasn't ready for this question. No way. (laughs) You weren't prepared for how was your week. She's got to break down all the the routes she could take for this, all the answers. Uh I don't remember what happens in a week. I think it's Also good good point. (laughs) <laughs> oh i uh i hit a car in a parking lot actually oh. maybe, maybe this week wasn't great <laughs> oh god okay yeah. maybe this week wasn't great <laughs> and did you hit it so hard it knocked the week out of your head what happened i guess so yeah i think i have brain damage oh that's so sad <laughs> Still not sure if that was before or after the car hit. Anyway, <laughs> I am the host this week, and I have, I have a fun topic. I think it's a pretty fun topic because, man, do I have a story that goes along with this to kind of set the tone? Today's okay. topic is going to be vacations oh. or trips in general, but. I'm going to focus primarily on vacations because I have one that every time I tell the story, people always have to question if I'm a real person or if I'm from a movie. And it's fair, actually. So. To set the backdrop, I am old. I am definitely the oldest one here. Probably by a good amount. So this is taking place in the... Mid-ish, mid-ish to slightly late-ish, a 90s, I think. That sounds right. 
Hmm. I wasn't born yet. That's depressing on a lot of levels. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually, no, thinking about it, it would have to have been the mid to early 90s. Anyway, so there was one year my parents at the time decided, hey, we're going to go up and see, you know, the family up in Missouri. We lived in Texas. Not a very long trip. It's about nine hours, nine hour drive. It's not too awful. They always do the drive because flying with a bunch of children, there was uh, six of us at the time. It's you don't do that. You just you pack them in a car like fucking sardines and you drive. You just let them (laughs) suffer in the backseat. You give them a bop it and you tell them to be quiet. That's just what happened back then. And so instead of doing the traditional thing that we do is my mother had a van because my mother actually wrecked that van like a few months before, or not a few months, about a year prior. And so my dad, the perfectly sane, reasonable man, went and bought a very used RV, a very used Winnebago. At the time, this thing looked fucking awful, but I thought it was neat. Because it had like a loft bed, it had a couch that pulled out into a bed, it had like bucket seats that rotated with a folding table between. Actually, it had its own little bathroom area, which we was not connected to anything, so we were not allowed to use. But, you know, a separate little changing area we used it for. It had its own little kitchen nook. It had a lot. And so the plan was load up the six kids into this RV and drive nine hours. It's probably late July, early August-ish. Yeah, that sounds right, because it was hot as fuck. And this RV has a generator under the couch. So it power, that separate generator powers, like, a central AC unit. We wake up, we all pack, we got all loaded up and in, and we take off... When I say early, it's like by the time Arva and I are going to sleep, you know, like five, six in the morning, so we can kind of get there at a more <laughs> reasonable dinner time hour. Oh, yeah. Bedtime. Mm. Yes, yes. That's when we load up there. And I, for one, I'm not a big fan of driving, but I like riding in cars. I, I am what now they call a passenger princess, which mm. I accept this title because I love just riding i hate being the one to drive i just don't like it i don't like driving and we head out i want to say maybe 30 minutes to an hour into this drive we start to smell something something seems a little off as smoke begins to billow out from under the couch as the generator that's under the couch is now on fire Oh no! Uh, and so I don't remember who's driving. They pull off really quick into this, like, I want to call it a church parking lot. There was a church. The parking lot was just packed in dirt. And there was one bench. And so we're kind of getting out. We're just sitting on the bench, getting out of the smoke filled RV, letting it air out while my mother, father, and oldest brother, older brother, 
they're kind of looking at the generator going, what the fuck happened here? They're working on it. And I'm not sure what's going on, because at the time I was a little bit younger and I didn't really care. I was playing a Game Boy. When we hear, like, one church bell ring, we look over, and the Hills Have Eyes level family just starts piling out of this church, standing at the doorway in almost a perfect line, staring at us. And it's like, ah, that's fucking terrifying. I don't like this deliverance level bullshit. No shit. No one moved forward. No one, like, you good offered to help. They just stared at us silently. We're out in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. And it's just like, <laughs> I want to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. Which was a sentiment shared by everyone as they stopped working on the generator, closed up, hopped in the RV, was like, let's just go, let's just go, let's just go. And fucking sped away as fast as that big bitch could go. Now, it's late July. We're driving through Texas and Oklahoma. It's probably 115 degrees Fahrenheit for you Canadians. Yeah, the other two people in the call. <laughs> oh, I don't remember the... I would assume it's not 115 degrees Celsius or you'd be dead. Yeah, okay. So, in Canadian, it's... <laughs> 46.10 degrees. Jesus. That oh is my god, spicy. ew. So, we're kind of going there, and it is fucking hot. We are all just dying. Like, we couldn't even get a bag of ice because it just melted instantly. We have the windows open. We're going down the highway in, I think it was Oklahoma at this point. And... My brother has been basically sneaking away to the bathroom area and pulling the curtain and has just been fucking blazing it back there. Now, at the time, oh. A, the windows were open, so it was, like, nice and ventilated. But the main problem there was we started hitting traffic. And so we came to a stop. And so since there's no wind... Guess what? That RV became a hot box pretty fucking quick. And my parents kind of realized, you know what? This might actually be good. Let's smoke these little fuckers out. And, and so he was just back there with a big ass bong and we heard the fucking bong rips. But he had to play like, I'm not doing anything. No, no, I'm not doing anything. No. And it was the funniest shit looking back at it because their way of getting us to deal with the heat and stop complaining was just let my brother hot bucks all of us, get us high so we don't complain as much, and then slowly pass out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like fucking brilliant in retrospect. Full props to True. him. True. True. I would have rather I had that I than die. Honestly, your parents are probably just so over the trip already that they're like fuck it i don't even care they're like this is an option for peace and quiet for a little bit yeah because i know we were complaining a lot because it was it's miserable you know and well yeah kids. i would too yeah like we just wanted That's to go home like at that point scenario but That's too hot it's funny because it like when they look back at it they would always say 
yeah, we should have just turned around and gone home. They always say that. Because that's not even the end of what was happening in that trip. Uh-oh. Yeah, it keeps going. That's all through Oklahoma. They just relied on my brother to fucking hotbox almost all through Oklahoma. Since we had so many delays, we had to stop at an RV park. Which let my dad go out and realize, well, you know, it's just like a certain part of the generator that's out, but if we plug it into a main power supply, the RV can have power again. So as we pull in the RV park, he gets that all set up. We have AC in the RV again. It's pretty nice after not having it for a while. And this RV park is... Imagine a parking lot that's mostly dirt filled with broken glass. Uh, toilet stalls without doors. And there was two that really got me because it was the to yeah, two toilets side by side. Like you could hold hands while pooping. Kind oh, of thing. oh my gosh. Cute. For besties, yeah. <laughs> it's for oomphy. The oomphy <laughs> Apparently that's where my sisters went and used that one because it's like for safety. Don't go alone anywhere in this fucking RV park. You won't be seen again. Jeez. And it also had showers. Showers that you had to... It had like a layer of mold on the floor level of... Gross. Oh! I guess it's never been cleaned. Ever. Level of gross. Yeah. But we had, a, we had AC. We got to like at least go in there wearing sandals and just kind of like wash because, you know, the water was cold and it felt great. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about the double toilets. We just... We let that one go, more or less. We just chose not to acknowledge that at the time. And then we all... We all slept. Thinking, well, at least we have AC, right? At least it's not as bad as it could be. We're still in Oklahoma. We have one more state that we need to get into to get to the... Uh, family. We're actually going to Colorado in this one, so we have one more state to go through. Mm. And so my parents wake up super early slash late. I forgot. This was the Colorado trip, not the 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 Missouri trip. wasn't as bad. This was we were going to Colorado. This is what made this one bad. So they wake up super early, and we just all kind of wake up. We're already driving. We've been driving for a while. And we're, I think we just crossed over into Colorado, but it's early enough to where it was my mother driving at this time. And when I wake up, I wake up to them fighting because this is before, you know, GPS and smartphones. So they have a road atlas. Oh, Dude, I remember that we had a road atlas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the funny thing about Road Atlas is they don't tell you about, like, road closures. It's a fucking book. It can't tell you jack dick. Yeah, it's a gamble. Is this route going to actually be... Is it going to work? Or are we going to be stuck in construction or... Exactly. Block off or something, yeah. It's MapQuest before MapQuest. That's what it was <laughs> for all you youngins out there. So, we kind of wake up to them yelling... And the yelling gets, like, super fucking intense. And I, like, roll over because I was on the pull-out couch bed and look. We are on the highway going into incoming traffic because of a wrong turn my mother made. 
and my dad is in the passenger uh, fucking screaming and she veers off onto like an exit ramp going the wrong way oh no oh man like no. doesn't hit me but i don't know i was asleep i woke up thinking oh god i'm gonna die I think I faced death more times in this trip than any other time in my life. <laughs> and so we just go sailing off this exit ramp the wrong way. Going the wrong way on the fucking highway towards, you know, oncoming traffic. Now they don't know where we are. And so they manage to pull off, stop, search for a sign. And they're just looking like, where the fuck are we? You think this one would be the worst if you happen to roll... Imagine that. Imagine being in a dead sleep, and then you roll over and look, and there's oncoming traffic <laughs> at, like, 60 miles an hour. Great way to wake up. Good morning. If you don't shit yourself, that's a good morning. <laughs> like, I, I... It was awful. I panicked so hard. Now... I would have, like, had a nightmare for the rest of my life of that. Oh, the nightmare's... Still come and go now, every now and then. <laughs> Whenever I fall asleep in a car, I wake up in a panic because of it. I can't sleep in a car very well. That's understandable. So, so after that, we figure out where... They figure out where we are. Now, do you think the worst part has passed? Well... I'm gonna assume not. I would like to say yes, but I know how the vacations go, and I'm assuming this is just the beginning or like the middle. <laughs> so, my parents, being my parents, were like, you know what? It's super early. We're not gonna go and we're not gonna get there super early because then we're gonna like, it's gonna like fuck up. It's like, why? Well, no, we could just like go have breakfast or something. Like, no, no, no. We're here. Let's go look at one of these mountains because we're in Colorado. <sighs> now, I don't remember, like, the drive up other than it being terrifying. But I realized they picked the wrong mountain because the road they were going up on, the width of the road was just a tiny bit smaller than the width of the RV. Oh. And there's no way to back up down it from where they were. So, like, oh, we'll just get to the top and turn around. That's fine. We'll do <sighs> that. And so when you're sitting on the side of the RV and you look out the window, it's just a sheer drop. Oh, my God. Oh. It was to the point we were too scared to sit on that side because we thought the RV would tip with the extra weight because it wasn't fully on the fucking road. Right. Oh, God, I would just shit my pants. I can't do that. It was terrifying. Well, we get to the top, and, you know, parents are like, all right, come on, let's get out and look around. Come on. And we get out, look around, looking at the view. It's cold as fuck. It's got that thin air, which I hadn't experienced thin air at the time. Mm. And so, you know, I get out and like, <gasps> and just like, I hurt. <laughs> this is pain. Because I was a little younger. I was happy to get out and, you know, just like start moving around. Like, this is where Rocky trained. Hell yeah. I'm dead. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> and so we're kind of looking at the view. We're getting our pictures in. We're like, oh yeah, you know, this is so cool. Da da da. It's oh look, we're watching like the sun rise on top of this mountain. Cool view. I remember the view. Mm -hmm. I also remember my parents doing that. Like, you know, that like inhale they do through their teeth. The <sighs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
I also remember them doing that as they kind of looked at us and go, so we're going to need you all to be a little bit brave because there's not enough room to turn around up here. Oh. What do you mean, <gasps> what? I did the back <laughs> down the mountain? In this RV that could comfortably fit six, no, eight people. Kind of my parents, yes. Eight people that had its own, like, bathroom area how big this fucking thing was they had to back down the mountain with my mother at the wheel my dad's head hanging out the passenger window over the oh. sheer drop while he's just you know saying like cut it cut it. and it's hanging off by like a few inches like it was big enough for the tires to fit and not scrape the wall well one sibling had to it wasn't me. It wasn't going to fucking be me. I don't remember which sister it was. <laughs> she had to sit at the middle window and watch the tire while my brother had to be in the back and make sure that there was, you know, not another car or a person on the fucking road coming up because we would just hit him. Yeah. Holy shit. And I, I remember, like, yeah, if they, like, don't cut that wheel exactly enough going backwards down this mountain, we're just going over. Like, th <sighs> there's no stopping this. Why? Like, when you see the road begin to narrow and you know you're not going to fit, just, just stop. <laughs> well, don't keep going. <laughs> that's kind of the hallmark of my family is it'll be fine at the end. We'll fix it later. We, in fact, oh, do not God. fix it later. <laughs> this is a problem for future blah, blah, blah. And then future blah, blah, blah gets there and they're like, fuck. Yes, everyone has experienced a, this is a problem for future me. Well, that was my mother's. This is a problem for future me. Future her was like five minutes later her, though. So she didn't play it too far. God, we get down. Uh, no problem. <laughs> oh, God. I want to tell you the whole time. I was on the far side holding a washcloth, like a damp washcloth over my face because I was pouring sweat and feeling like I was about to throw up the whole time. <laughs> and when I say sheer drop, I mean it was like the top of a fucking rocky mountain. Like, it's a sheer drop into the top of trees and fog. You're easily, oh. you're done. You're out. But we get back down the mountain miraculously. I'm thinking we all should be dead. Like, I'm, I'm fucking checked out at this point. Like, we have survived too much. But then we manage to get to, you know, the family's house. We have a very pleasant time. It's a very nice visit. And we drive home with absolutely no problems at all. Oh. That is the... The surprising part there, I specifically remember just when we were loading back up to go, I was given a fucking Benadryl and I took it and I woke up at home. Well, at least the ride back was smooth. It might ha not have been. Yeah. The problem is I took a Benadryl, so I don't fucking <laughs> uh, remember that's shit. true, yeah. Can't have a panic attack if you're in a fucking coma. It's okay, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, that was the vacation that I remember against my will, more or less. 
I can never God. forget that. I can never forget the panic attacks. I fall asleep in a car. I wake no up. Shit. I wake up in a car in a full panic attack, instantly sweating, screaming. I can't sleep in a car. Are you gonna like PTSD forever now from that? Yeah. It, again, imagine waking up and the first thing you see is traffic speeding at you. If you do not shit yourself, you've won the day. <laughs> or this RV that's big enough for three people to stand shoulder to shoulder backing down a mountain that could barely fit the tires oh. over a just sheer drop Ugh. so that is my most memorable vacation maybe not for the <laughs> right reasons memorable but that is my most memorable vacation <laughs> God. So what are some trip to the vacation is always the most fun. Until you take a Benadryl and decide to fast travel. <laughs> That's my preferred the way. The best as a kid though is um... It's true, you just wake up in your home or you're at the yeah. place you're like, Yay, I skipped the boring part. Or if you fall asleep and like your parents carry you inside and then you wake up and you're in your bed. Yes! My parents never did that. Sometimes, oh, oh, mine did. And I'd pretend mine to be asleep did, yeah. just so they could carry me. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> and they, they would do. know. Like they would be, do, yeah. yeah, the next day they'd be like, I knew you were, were actually asleep. And I was like, I was just lazy, bitch. You still did it. So. <laughs> <laughs> you still did it. I still win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents never did that. I was just got woken up and they're like, "All right, time to go in," and they like, slammed the car door. Damn. Yeah, I think it depended on the mood. I think sometimes I'm, I they think would. Privileged. Sometimes they would carry me, and sometimes they would just wake me up. And I was like, "Why would you wake me up? I'm sleeping." They're like, "I'm not carrying you." Yep. Exactly. <laughs> you get too big, and you're like, "Please, please, please! I don't want to walk." Mm-hmm. Please. Ah, uh, but yeah. Well, now I know why you said this topic would be good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Farrah's done some traveling. I have, but I don't have, like, all my trips have been good. I don't really have any trip horror stories. Wow, someone's Fuck been you. living a safe, I privileged can't... life. Yeah, your your vacations have actually been vacations. I'm yeah, jealous. Yeah, my vacations have been good. Well, um... I guess I'll go with mine. I think everyone knows mine because I posted about it on Twitter because it was, I was so stressed the whole time. I was like, this is the worst. Because it was my first time solo traveling too. So I was like, is this how this is going to go in the future? <laughs> is this how me traveling alone is going to go? I know that feeling. Um, so last year, this was, <laughs> last year, this is fresh. This is brand new. Um, I went to TwitchCon in San Diego, and you would think someone oh, from this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone from the West Coast going to the West Coast would be simple and easy. Um, but no, it was a nightmare. Um, so I had an overlay. I went. I usually travel from Seattle anywhere into America from because I go from Vancouver to Seattle to like anywhere of the states that I need to go in America. It's cheaper. It's I don't know, just the way we always do it, uh, which I probably won't do anymore because fuck overlays. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh, um. So it's me, and my brother. Um, I'm the big adult doing this trip. We go down. Everything's 
fine going to Seattle. Literally nothing goes wrong. It's all great. We're like, woo, yay, we're going to Seattle. And then we're going to San Diego after this. Um, we get to the terminal and our flight is delayed by like half an hour to an hour, which is scary because our overlay was only like an hour to half an hour in between. So I was like, oh, shit, we might miss our overlay now. We're probably just going to be able to make it. So I told my brother, I was like, as soon as we get to the Seattle airport, we are fucking sprinting. We are running to this next gate to make sure we get there. Um, sure enough, we get to the airport. Uh, the gate is on like the opposite fucking end of the airport. So I'm for sure I'm like, we're gonna miss this. Uh, we get to the gate finally and see that there's a bunch of people there and we see that's for San Diego. And I'm like, wow, we didn't miss it. Holy shit. Waited there an hour. This plane starts boarding and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We'll wait for when our sections called and our tickets. Um, section never gets called and everyone goes on the plane and I'm like, oh, that's not, well, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. Uh oh, uh, I didn't even hear our section get called. Like something's wrong. Go up to the receptionist, ask her what's up. And they tell me that my flight was not only did the gate switch and I had no indication that the gate was switched at all, but I think our flight left like an hour before we even got there. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And no one said anything. I didn't get any notifications. I didn't get any warnings. I didn't hear any announcements in the airport. I heard nothing. So now I'm freaking out because San Diego is booked the fuck up. Like TwitchCon is that weekend. Like it's the day before the weekend, basically. I know San Diego is like fully booked up. There's no chance to get on another flight. So I go to the help desk. I'm like borderline panic attack because I'm just stuck in Seattle airport in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> go to the help desk. Hey, so I missed my layover to uh, or overlay to San Diego and it wasn't my fault. What do I do? And just like I was expecting, she said, yeah, San Diego's really busy. We can't get you in here. Um, but I can get you to, I think it was Santa, Santa Ana or a different place. It was like three hours away from San Diego. Oh my God. Like it was God. a far, like, she's like, I'm so sorry. That's the best I can do. You're going to have to like travel the rest of the way there. And I'm like, I can't Uber for three hours. Like that's going to cost me my fucking entire savings. Like that's so expensive. At that point, just rent a car. <laughs> right. So I was like, okay, well, fine. We'll we do can't it. because he's too young. Oh, yeah, I can't do it yet because I'm too young. It's so oh, stupid, you know? youngins. You can't go and rent a car at an airport. It's so stupid. I don't know. I hate that rule. It's so dumb. I have my full license, but I can't fucking rent a car because yeah. I'm a young baby man. Stupid. Meanwhile, me over oh, here running like four cars. Like, <laughs> I'm king. I wish I want one so bad. It would save so much stress. Honestly, it would have been so much cheaper than the Uber I ended up taking anyways, because my mom, I text my mom the whole time because I'm like freaking out. I'm like, this is awful. I'm stuck in the Seattle airport. <laughs> uh, now we have to travel like three hours from this where I can't remember where it was. Santa Ana is what we ended up going to because my mom was like, what? That's that's not acceptable. Like, you're not traveling by Uber for three hours. I'll try to fix this. So she calls um the airline and she gets the santa Ana flight for us which is an hour and a half drive from san diego and i'm like honestly that still sucks dick but that's the best we're getting so let's do it um and then we get to the flight everything goes fine but this one's also late and then as we're on the flight we get the new stressor of our 
baggage had landed in San Diego. Oh and no! The baggage claim closes at twelve a.m. Right. We were in this flight at like ten p.m. and it was like a two to three hour flight. So I was like, "We're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked. We're gonna land in San Diego. We're gonna have to go to my hotel and not have any luggage, which is so great." Um, and so we land. Our flight was a little late, and so by the time we land, it was like just before 12 like maybe 10 minutes before 12 and i was like there's no way we're making this um so i start almost having a breakdown <laughs> i'm like running to the airport trying to find a place to get an uber because i booked an uber that ended up being eight hundred dollars oh no oh my god <gasps> because it was the only uber i could get at the time because it was so late at night was an uber black xl and because I had to pre-book it because I wanted to make sure we had an Uber there when we landed because I was not dealing with the stress of getting an Uber post-land. So it was like an $800 Uber for an hour and a half drive because I could only, for some reason, I don't know why, because it was the hour of night or the airport or the area we're in, it was only like XL black Ubers, so the most expensive fucking ones. And I was like, fuck it, whatever, I don't care. I'm buying this Uber. Um, the, the airline said they were going to cover it. They didn't actually, so that really sucks. Um, so I bought it because I was like, oh, they're going to cover this $800 fee. Unfortunately, they did not. <laughs> of course not. Um, and then we get into that Uber and the hour and a half drive down to our hotel starts. Um, and so I'm texting my hotel because for some reason, this hotel we booked, you had to text them that you were checking in and then they would give you like the access to your room key somehow. I don't know. It was really, really sketchy. And I was like, I don't like this. They reply. Oh, hey, blah, 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 so-and-so. Uh, the credit card used to book this hotel actually bounced, so you don't have a room. Oh, my God. So dude. they decided to tell me this. Not at all throughout the time, like two weeks I've had this hotel booked, maybe even more. It was like the night of after I texted them at like 12 a.m. Hey, you don't have a hotel. So not only do I not have luggage or suitcases, um, I don't have a place to stay now. And I've also been traveling for like 12 hours at this point. So now I texted my mom. We don't have a hotel. I don't know what to do. I started just crying. I was bawling my eyes out in the back of this Uber. I was trying my best to have the mask on and like be quiet. Apparently it was very obvious. My brother knew. Everyone knew I was crying, which is so embarrassing. <laughs> but I was like wailing in the back of this Uber with my mouth closed and trying to be silent. But it was just, I was so fucking done. I was like, that this is Uber awful. driver is probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> he had to be like Fiji water. And I was like, oh, thanks for the Fiji. And I was like, now I know why he did because I was fucking crying. <laughs> he was like, hydration. Um, I tipped him a fat tip too because he's like this poor homie. He had to deal with a lot. And then my mom ends up booking a hotel. She lands like this, I think it's the Hard Rock. It's like right across the street from TwitchCon. So we get to go there. Uh, by the time I get there, it's like this really fancy hotel. I look like I've been like trashed on. I'm like, I'm like red eyes, puffy eyes. My outfit's like destroyed because it's been like 12 hours of traveling. I look ratty as hell. And there's a TwitchCon party going on next door. And I'm like, please. Please, no one I know be at this party, please. Thankfully, no one was there. Go up, go up to my room, go to sleep, slept like a fucking rock. Woke up early the next morning because I had to get my fucking luggage still. Uber to the San Diego airport, get my luggage, settle down, get another get another hotel booked for like the whole week. 
we're good everything's fine we're all good now i can hang out and enjoy twitchcon oh my god yay no (laughs) (laughs) no that would have been too nice so twitchcon's coming to an end it was super good i was like wow okay so all the hell that i dealt with coming down here was worth it um it's the night of basically i I had to sleep early because my flight was at like four oh no it was 7 a.m so i had to wake up at like 4 a.m like really early it's disgusting didn't want to deal with that but had to um tried to book into my flight early online because there's the online like booking or online ticket whatever the check-in thing the check-in yeah and so try to do that didn't work it said it was like something about like it failing and i was like that's a really strong start (laughs) (laughs) that's a really strong start that's great but i was like i'm sure it's just a problem on their side i'm gonna go to sleep whatever i'll wake up we'll deal with it tomorrow get to the airport um it is 4 a.m our uh receptionist or whatever you want to call them was late and i was like that's great it's a great start and there's one guy and we get up there everyone gets checked in we're the last people to check in and uh, sure enough there's a problem (laughs) of course (laughs) so this guy is trying to check us in he's like oh i don't know that you i can't for some reason i won't let me check you in there's you have like an invalid like you have an invalid something like it was something stupid and i was like oh well we shouldn't we have these tickets i know it I, i i see the tickets right here i know we have these we own these um he's like okay i'll he does his things he does like nothing to help us but he's like i'm gonna send you over to another airline the one you flew down with see if they can do anything because it looks like it's on their end and i'm like okay that makes no sense but sure fine 20 minutes to get across this fucking airport he's like oh it's like a 10 minute walk yeah fuck you it's 20 minutes it's a big fucking airport i'd have crossed (laughs) get to the other airline they're actually trying to help me they're like all like you're fine it's okay because i i guess they could tell that we're nervous because they're first time traveling and so everyone's like you're fine it's fine we'll we'll make sure you get on this flight it's all good um uh fucking like an hour and a half passes and there's been no good news for some reason no one can do anything there's nothing that can be done i don't know why um but then the receptionist i was dealing with is like okay well i'm gonna go over there with you to your other airline we're gonna talk about this because this makes no sense i don't know why they sent you over here we can't really do anything and i was like okay i thought so but thank you so we go back over fucking another 20 minute walk back to the other side there's another bitch there now there's two receptionists um we go over hey this still isn't working all this blah 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 um once again they do like nothing to help they're just like they just don't give a shit and i'm like i don't like either of you (laughs) and i started being a bit of a bitch but i was like i don't care it's fucking at this point it's like 6 30 a.m my flight's at seven like we're going to miss our flight at this point so i was just fucking livid and i was trying my best to be a good samaritan and not be mean but i was being a sassy little bitch because they weren't doing anything the the guy was like i tried so much to help these guys and they um and it's this 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 and i couldn't help them and stuff and i was like you did fuck all dude you sent us to like a wild goose chase to the other side of the airport shut up <laughs> and then the other bitch tells us oh it's because you booked through expedia so you have to call expedia to help you oh my god that's <sighs> fucking that's bullshit awful. by the way i've absolutely it is I book through Expedia for every single one of my flights, but anytime I have any issues, and this year has been awful for delays mm-hmm. and cancellations, I call the airline directly every time, and they always fix it. 
Well, yeah, that's the thing is like, how could you not fix it? You are the airline. It's so I booked through a third party, but you you are the airline like you have the authority here. You're above them. They book through you. You're still the airline. So I was pissed. I was like, not only did I just waste two and a half hours now, I'm also missing my flight for Thanksgiving. Like I was going home for Thanksgiving and now I'm not. And you tell me this now. So I was livid. I was going off on this bitch. I was like, I fucking hate you. You're useless. You all suck. And they were like, well, we tried to help. And I was like, no, you are all fucking useless. Go fuck yourselves, you know? And I turned to my other, per- the other person that's helping me. I was like, thank you, though. You actually tried to help me. It wasn't even your fucking problem. And you tried to help me. Thank you. She was even getting sassy with the other people, too. I was like, oh, I love you. You're cool. <laughs> um, so it's like 6.30 a.m., uh, I call my mom again because she's the one who booked Expedia, so I can't even do anything with that. Um, and it wouldn't, once again, it wouldn't have mattered. I was missing my flight no matter what because I didn't even go through security yet. So I was fucked. I was like, this is great. Didn't break down this time, but just called my mom. And of course, she woke up and she's like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, uh, so I'm stuck in San Diego. Uh, I don't know what to do. Expedia apparently like won't let them change the bookings for the flight and all this blah 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 blah. they need a code a confirmation code and so found out that my mom's also dealing with something so i'm like do you know what fuck it we'll just leave tomorrow you figure out the expedia shit because once again i don't have an expedia account so i couldn't even do anything even if i wanted to i was like you wake up deal with whatever you got to do me and jester are gonna stay in san diego we're gonna figure out what to do we'll like stay back at like hotel We'll just rest. We'll like rent out. We'll book out another night if we can, and we'll fly out tomorrow. Um, and then it was good. We went back. I bought so much marijuana; it was unbelievable. Like I bought so much weed and got so high. <laughs> I got so high that day. The whole trip, I was getting high because the way down was awful. But then it was good, so I was like, okay, I don't need this anymore. Then the trip back was just awful, and I was like, I, I need it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to come back um and then yeah the next day was fine we went down early it was even earlier that flight was like 6 a.m so we had to wake up at 3 which was that was the worst but that was fine that one went well no problems we got home and i was like i'm never traveling again fuck that holy shit it was a nightmare i just hated it never again am i traveling (laughs) with an overlay I do actually remember all of this on Twitter because I was like, yeah, every time I, I check, <laughs> every time I check my phone, there'd be an Arva update, and I'd be like, "Oh no, sweet child, no!" <laughs> I know. I just did it because I was about to like. I, well, I wasn't about to. I did break down multiple times, but I was like, "This is gonna help me from like losing my fucking mind." So I would like live tweet it, but it was it was fuck. The good thing about it, the silver lining, I guess, is the fact that now if I ever go on a solo trip, I don't have to be scared of bad things happening at the airport or anything going wrong because literally everything that could have gone wrong went wrong on this trip. So now I can't be scared because it happened. I dealt with it. (laughs) I already dealt with it. Yeah, I was going to say. You already hit rock bottom. I already hit rock bottom. So if I go again, I'll be fine. Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. I still hate going to the airport. I hate that shit. Yeah, the airport is just... It's one of those I don't I don't mind flying. I don't mind being on a plane like window seat. That's fine. It's the airport. 
Yeah, because right. Because I've only ever been in the airport like super fucking early. I've never had like an afternoon or like a night flight or anything. It's always I just woke up. I'm going through the fucking gate, and then I get that one TSA agent. Take your fucking jacket off! Like, oh my god! Oh, Every fucking time, it's like I just woke. Stop yelling at me! God damn it! Go through right, the like, fucking metal detector four times. Like, uh, <laughs> there's nothing. I swear. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it so much. So now I feel better about them because I had to deal with so much bullshit. Oh my god! That's I think. True. Yeah, and then, man, it's not even like a. <laughs> that's like a whole separate beast. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, I remember I had a delayed flight once. I just sat in the airport for like six hours, but oh. it was yeah, because I was like waiting to fly home, and I just got dropped off, and I went to the gate because I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get there an hour early because I always try to get there about an hour early just in case something like that happens. Right, always, always mm. prep. Airport? Yeah. Oh, I get to the airport like three hours early. <laughs> I get to my gate like an hour early. Like however long it that's, takes me to get through. Fair, yeah. It's however long it takes me to get through. We add that in. But I'm always at the gate an hour early so I can like have a seat and just wait. Yeah, exactly. All the all the stress you've just been put through at the airport, you at least get some like wait time. <laughs> yeah, to, like, decompress a bit. Yeah, and then you go in your flight. I agree. I'm always early. That's why I was so pissed that I missed my flight still. I was like, are you kidding me? Two fucking two different flights I was trying to deal with to get my get me on a fucking flight and two and a half hours. You couldn't do that. And at that point, I didn't even bother because it was there was no way I was getting on the flight. There was like half an hour till it was leaving. And I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm getting my ticket, getting check in. And getting through TSA and making it to my gate all in time. So I was like, okay, well, let's have breakfast and then smoke copious amounts of weed. Because <laughs> fuck. I hate that shit. Yeah. I can sympathize with this on a personal level. This is why I drive everywhere. Yeah. Me about to drive down to Vegas. <laughs> Instead of fly down there, fuck that. Dude. Um, Segway. Mm-hmm. Speaking of flying to Vegas, I went to Vegas this summer, and um, I didn't have as nearly as many issues. I don't do layovers ever. Like yeah, my parents and I refuse to do yeah. layovers. We always do direct flight, and I always, I, ne- I rarely ever, ever check baggage. I always have just a carry on. Yes, I pack yeah. Pretty light, and. It's just, like, so easy for your luggage to get lost, especially with all of the shortages that they've had recently with, like, ground crew. It's too many variables with it. Mm-hmm. But I was going to Vegas. It was July. And I got my friend to drive me to the airport because I didn't want to have to pay, like, the hundred and whatever bucks to, like, park my car there for a week. So I asked my friend if she could drive me, and she agreed, and she drove me to the airport. I got there. I went in. um, I printed off my boarding pass, and I'm, like, looking at when the gate is, and I look at it, and it's, like, I don't remember what day it was, but, um, like, let's say it was, like, the 23rd, and I look on the boarding pass, and it says the 24th, and I'm, like, huh? (laughs) And I hear behind me two 
uh, like, travel agents that are like, hey, if anybody is on the canceled Vegas flight, like, direct them over here. And I turn around and I'm like, canceled Vegas flight? (laughs) 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 What's this, uh, this one? And they were like, oh, yeah, let's, like, they, like, they were really helpful, actually. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. So she was like, oh, yeah, here's, like, a $20 food voucher. And she was like, where did you come in from? And I was like, oh, I came in from, like, uh, an hour and a half north this way. And she was like, oh, did you fly in or did you drive? Because there's actually an airport near where I live, but it's regional. So it doesn't fly out of the province. It just flies to the other bigger airports. Oh, okay. So... Nobody uses that one because it literally costs more to fly from there than to just drive, and it takes way longer. So I was like, oh, I had my friend drive me. I didn't fly in. And she went, oh, well, only connecting flights are eligible for, like, a hotel room for the night. Because, like, if you weren't a connecting flight, you're considered a local. Hmm. Like, local my ass. I live an hour and a half away from here. Right. So I was... I was not happy. I should have. I made the mistake. I should have just got a hotel room for the t- the night. But I was like, I don't want to pay like a hundred dollars to stay in a hotel for the night because you have to get an Uber there, pay for the hotel room, get an Uber back yeah. to the airport in the morning. So my friend was like, it had only been about fifteen minutes. So I called my friend real quick and I'm like, where are you? And she's like, oh, I'm you know in the town outside of the city i'm like turn around uh my flight got canceled can you drive me tomorrow (laughs) she's like yeah i guess so and um i was like shit oh well i like i was pissed i called the um the airline directly i booked through expedia but i called the airline Mm. and they were like oh yeah because you like lost a day of your trip we can extend your trip by one day like no extra cost Oh, nice. Thank goodness, because I was going to visit friends, so it was, like, annoying that I wasn't going to be able to see them for as long. Um, I ended up getting home. Uh, My brother was the one that was supposed to pick me up from the airport when I got back from Vegas, um, because my friend would be working. So I called him to let him know that the day I needed him to pick me up was actually a day later. And he, at this time, was not working. This was when he was, he was on unemployment for a little while, um, kind of just doing, because he's a mechanic, so he was doing work out of his garage, just, like, under the table. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew that he was not busy. He just is, like, at home, kind of chilling most of the time. And I call him, and I'm like, hey, just so you know, like, uh, I'm actually going to be a day later than when I said I was going to be. And he was like, oh, I don't want to pick you up from the airport anymore. Uh. I was like, excuse me? What do you mean? And he was like, I, I don't want to. And I'm like, are you busy? And he's like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I going to get home? And he said, well, you should just drive to the airport and, and park your car there. And I'm like, it's going to be an extra $100 for me to do that. Yeah, it's so expensive. Holy shit. Yeah, leaving it at the and airport parking like, shit. Yeah, that's the reason why I didn't book a hotel room because I didn't want to I He was like, that sucks. And uh, then and that was the end of the conversation. So I ended up driving up myself the next day 
Uh, my flight did not get delayed again, thankfully. And I parked my car. And honestly, like, the hassle of driving back home and then having to come back into the city, I should have just stayed at a hotel overnight because it would have cost the same amount. But I didn't realize that my brother was going to bail on me last minute like that. So I ended up having to pay, like, extra hundred and something dollars to park and then i got to vegas the vegas trip was good um it actually rained like half of the trip which was surprising because it doesn't rain there usually i think the week we were there the the strip actually flooded but oh shit only on the strip for one day and it was before it flooded so it didn't really affect us okay on the way back uh my i got an email and it was like your flight has been there have been changes to your flight and i was like what changes <laughs> oh and it was the next day again and i was like no i'm i want to go home <laughs> <laughs> i was like tired i wanted to go home i had to go back to work i'm like no so i called the airline again and I was like, hey, uh, I got an email that my flight was changed. My flight was supposed to be in um, three hours from now. Now it's moved to tomorrow. Like, is there a sooner flight than that? And she was like, how close are you to the airport? And I was like, I don't, like, 20 minutes? And she's like, there's a flight in one hour. And I was uh. like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm getting on that flight then. Let's go. And it, it did have an overlay, unfortunately. I think Ew. it was a three-hour overlay in Vancouver, which was funny Ew. because at the time, my parents were in Vancouver, <laughs> and I was like, damn, too bad it was only three hours because otherwise I would have like went and visited them. Yeah. But uh, I ended up, the first plane was on time, but then the overlay plane, or no, actually, the first plane was late by uh, 30 minutes. And the overlay, we were worried because Vancouver Airport is such a piece of garbage. Oh my god, I hate it so much. It's such a dog shit airport. Holy. It's so big. And to get from, like, our incoming flight to the connection, we had to go through um, border security because we were coming from out of the country. So it was this huge, long process, and it was, like, so far away. It's the across worst. The entire airport, and the airport is humongous. And I, we would have, like, half an hour before the plane boarded by the time we got to the gate. And I was like, okay, we gotta get a move on. I have a I question. I was traveling by myself, yeah. Is the Vancouver airport just, like, huge, or is it, like, everyone working there just doesn't fucking care? Why? Why is it the worst? As someone who's not familiar, uh, the layout is dog shit. Yeah, it's it's like very so thorough, convoluted. and it's a huge airport. So kind of like an LAX so, level. Yeah, yeah. It's just a nightmare coming. When I came home, it was like I was exhausted, and the process of like coming back, especially out of the country, was just so fucking long. Mm. Oh yeah. my god, it's so it's such a shithole. <laughs> okay. I normally like when you get off an international flight and you're leaving from 
the Vancouver airport, like your home, it's a lot closer. But because I had a connecting flight that was domestic, I had to go through border security and then go to the domestic flight section, which is all the way on the other side of the airport. Mm -hmm. And then that flight ended up being delayed for an hour. I I ended up getting home (laughs) at like 1 a.m. And I was just like so tired. Uh, I I just was like, okay, time to drive home, I guess. Jesus. An hour and a half drive because my brother bailed on me. Is that an older brother? It sounds like an older brother thing to do. It is an older brother. I was gonna yeah. say that sounds like a, that sounds like a me thing to do. <laughs> but how am I gonna get home? Ah, your problem. Up yeah, to you. Drive yourself. That's what I did. I drove myself, but yeah, I was. That was the worst thing. Is yeah, driving home after all that. I was like, I just want to sleep. I don't want to drive, man. Yeah, that would have been nice if my brother. <laughs> yeah i should have took my mom up in the offer she said she would have dropped me off and picked me up but i was like no i don't want to put you through that so i'm gonna drive which was nice but then I, I had to drive home i, I always like, take that offer and it was just like i'll, I drive, I'll drop you off it's like please i felt bad i was like i don't want her to drive all the way to the airport and then pick me up again but honestly i'm glad i didn't do that because then i have to rearrange all the days i was going to be picked up hey mom actually so you have to pick me up tomorrow instead <laughs> yeah and then she would have pulled uh, my older brother and been like mm, actually i don't want i can't to do anymore. tomorrow and <laughs> yeah <I'll be> <laughs> uh figure it out yourself okay Thanks. that was pretty that's pretty frustrating though yeah i would say that i westy and i both had extremes of a scenario yeah, I keep, yeah, I'm mine keeping was points just regular right. level Yours is like a regular level, like you're gonna get fucked on a trip, and that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Ours was a little, a little abnormal, especially Westies. Oh my god! Every time I tell my story, I have people who like. There's three reactions. The most standard is laughter, followed by "Why the hell is your life like a National Lampoon movie?" <laughs> And like, yeah, actually, that's that's fucking accurate. I hear a description. There's a, oh my god, are you okay? Like, yeah, that was like, you know, twenty plus years ago. I think I, I think I'm fine now. Yeah, now I'm good. And then the final one that always gets me is they'll look at me and go, ah, that explains it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, what is that supposed to mean? Apparently, that explains my uh, how I don't want to drive. Because I experienced all that, and it's like, you know what? Honestly, that might actually, <laughs> yeah, that might actually be. That's a very valid reason. Like, I didn't make that connection at first, but you know what? The more I think about it, I don't want to back down a fucking mountain. You drive. <laughs> yeah. If we're going over, I'm going down a passenger. Like, whipped up a mountain like that, similar to that, where it's like you look over the side of the cliff, and she was just like speeding up this mountain. It was gravel road to it. I'm like, if you kill me, bitch. I'll kill you again. <laughs> I'll kill you times two. It's fucking terrifying. Like, yeah, you've been you've been in that situation where you look over, it's a drop. Yeah, and you're like, I'm a little too close to this edge for my comfort. I don't <laughs> like this. I don't mind heights. I really don't. Heights are like, eh, you know, whatever. If I fall, it won't be my problem for very long. Yeah. Sure, yeah. But it's a little bit different. When you're like in a rocky ass RV, having to back oh, absolutely. down, it's like a different level of terror. Because then you fall, it's like, well, I'm gonna bounce off of something. Yeah, this is gonna hurt. 
Because it's actually not be as peaceful. It's weird how there's act, there's a very high percentage of survival rate if you fall and just hit the ground. It's whatever you hit that kills you. Yeah. So, it's true. And yeah, if you were in like an RV or something, you're gonna get some sort of metal shrapnel or something or piercing you. A sibling, you know, to the head. Or sibling <laughs> or glass. The worst way to die. There's no seatbelts in the back of this RV either. We were all just like yeah, free roam. Free floating. Yeah. Like a bus. That's when you grab Ow. the bag of popcorn and just aggressively shake. That's what we would have been. <laughs> uh. Wild. Yeah, I hate roads like that. Any like sketchy mountain road where there's like a, a cliff to the side. No thanks. Oh I'll my gosh. Get a route. No. Western Alberta and then all of BC, dude. Yeah, like, literally though. All that. <laughs> I hate that. Especially I had a, when we visited family once, it was like during the snow time. So it was all snowy and icy and fuck. Uh, dude, it's awful. It's terrifying. The worst, there was fucking one time when we were driving and uh, we didn't check the road report and they had closed the road for like avalanche. Uh, there was like a risk of avalanche. They had a small trimmer or whatever. And it like detoured our trip by like four hours the fucking worst jesus yeah i don't doubt that don't drive in the mountains unless you have to it's a pretty right. drive but it's yeah, gorgeous yeah. but i'm also like white knuckling the steering wheel and like shitting my pants the whole time <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like look at those pretty mountains oh my god <laughs> look at those pretty mountains it's so great hang on i gotta like bolo out the fucking underwear really quick <laughs> <laughs> hold on there's boulders in my underwear too because i shit my pants this is so scary <laughs> fucking terrifying uh, it really is. Let me check here. I've been keeping a very close score count here. I actually do keep score. It's on the other screen. Nice! I, yeah, I'm not even close. Like, Arva's debacle was way more intense <laughs> than mine. <laughs> Arva's more intense, like but yours is more relatable. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I think more people can relate to, like, the just, like, general fuckery of an airport than getting butt-fucked every two hours by an airport and everything else. I guess I consider myself all my bad lucky. Luck. Like, I've never had that bad of luck at an airport. Like I said, the worst I had was I got there and they were like, oh, this flight's been delayed about an hour. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, that's right? fine. That's good. That's what I usually get is like just like a delayed flight or like a changed flight or something. Like something that's small and easy to just deal with. You just deal with it and you're good. It just sucks. But, you know, it's fine. I've, so when that happened, I was like, really? All my airport anxiety is actually valid because this shit just like absolutely fucked me in the ass. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like when I everyone has like one trip where everything just kind of collapses. Yeah, I think that's yeah. just it's life. I, I got mine like out of the way worse. early. I feel like an hour delay at this like. This well, the hour delay point, turned into a six hour like... delay. Yeah, but I feel like hour delays are like almost expected. Like I always <laughs> expect my flight to be delayed at least right. a little bit. Yeah. Especially if like the weather's a little off or the day's off or something. Like you can yeah. kind of like you can kind of tell when there might be a delay. You check the I weather, it's say... like cloudy. Well, hour delay. The yeah. annoying thing is um that airports do because my family and I went to the Dominican Republic um for New Year's. And they kept delaying our flight, but they would delay it by two or three hours at a time. So, like, you can't leave the airport. You're just, like, waiting for your flight to come in because you're like, oh, well, it's only a few hours. I can't leave and come back through security. But it ended up being ten hours total. Oof. 
And it was just like, why didn't you just tell us that it wasn't coming for 10 hours so we could have left? Well, right? Like, there's so much shit you could do. Yeah. I hate that shit. That's, that's awful. Ugh. All right. <laughs> so, looking at the score here, it's pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close. It's it's uh. it's not close. It's it's not close. <laughs> to that. I was gonna say, really? <laughs> no, the re that relatable story that that's for you, the audience out there. You are you are relating to her story. Yeah, However, enjoy my story. Arva came in with that Super Mario ass pound and just fucking took this victory. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! My hell story. You know what? Done something. I'm glad I didn't win this episode. Actually, I. That's think true. That Who really it... won? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it Who wasn't really necessarily a bad trip episode. It was more just like a most interesting travel story. Mm. Yeah, but the and the rest of mine are just stories are good. always <laughs> shitty. Right? Because the rest of my trip stories are just wrong. like, oh, my trip went well. That's yeah. not interesting. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you a, a day by day of like my Disneyland trip. It's more exciting to say, yeah, I got fucked in the ass by the airport twice. <laughs> <laughs> Snow miser slipped in there. <laughs> God, I'm still so mad. <laughs> I bet that was Fuck. only last year. Well, yeah, because then I had my Disneyland trip like a few months later, and I was like, I know I'm going with family this time, so at least there's my mom. At least my mom's with me this time. But I was so scared. I was like, is it going to happen again? <laughs> I'm like traumatized. Am I going to get like the worst experience ever at the airport again? <laughs> Mothers have this like weird ability to just like make things work out. I don't know what I it know. is. That's why I turned to her when I was stressing. I know I could have done some of the stuff myself, but I was like breaking down in the back of an Uber at like 12 a.m. I was like, mom, please help. Please. I don't know what to do when I'm crying. They have that call. I've already raised kids. This is gonna work out now. Right? She's like, I got this. And then after everything was done, she's like, I'm gonna drink a whole bottle of alcohol because I need it. <laughs> you stressed <laughs> me out so much. And I'm like, I'm sorry. They drink when you're I'm not sorry. looking. Right? I would too. I mean, I would just I drink would to too. their face. I would drink if I had me as a kid, yeah. Yeah, right? Just in general. <laughs> I wouldn't. I was a fucking cool kid. I just went off and did my own thing. No one had to worry about me until they got the phone call. But, you know. That was later. <laughs> the phone call. I was a little bit of a dickhead. That's a topic for another day. <laughs> yeah. So Arva, you win. Do you have a victory speech? Um, fuck Canada Airlines or Canada Air, whatever the fuck they're called. I don't care what they're called. I hate them. They're fuck a bitch. the airlines. Um, but fuck Alaska Airlines is pretty tight. They're pretty cool. They help oh. me. Westjet's yeah. epic. Fuck Sunwing, though. I hate those guys. Yeah, there we go. Fuck Sunwing and fuck Air Canada. That's what they're <laughs> called. Farrah. That's about it. You lost. Oh, I'm glad. That, yeah, I'm glad I didn't win. Uh... <laughs> it's kind of like our the last week of, man, I'm glad I didn't win this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? It's like, you know what? I'm glad my trip wasn't bad enough to win this one. Yeah. You know it is. I've had, like, okay. inconveniences, but not to the extent that Arva had just, like, absolutely <laughs> just destroyed. Honestly, I think the cherry on top would have been, like, if you got to 
to like TwitchCon and they were like, oh, your tickets are invalid or some shit. Holy shit, I would have lost my mind if that <laughs> happened. I actually couldn't find the email, but all I had to do was show, like they asked me, they're like, just can you show me your account? And I showed them that I was a Twitch partner and they're like, oh, okay. And I was like, thank fucking God. The one other good thing that Twi- being a Twitch partner has offered me is getting Damn, into TwitchCon. Damn, you didn't even have to pay. You can just show up and be like, don't you know who I am? <laughs> oh. No, 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 I paid, but... Maybe next not. time you don't have to next time i don't yeah be like excuse me do you know who i am i'm a micro celebrity i'm an influencer and i can't believe that i have an influence you to give you this ticket for free <laughs> i mean if it works if it works it works i'll try it's worth a shot exactly twitch if you're listening you didn't hear this yeah. twitch you didn't hear anything but at the same time you didn't hear anything yeah in minecraft in Minecraft, exactly. It's okay. This is on Spotify and YouTube. They don't check those places. Yeah, right. They're not going to check their competitors. No, they're, those are relatively new indie platforms anyway, so we're fine. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We're fine. It's true. Bear, did you have a loser speech? Um, sucks. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's fine. I'll try harder. I'll try harder to have a shitty trip next time. Well, I, mean, you know, I, yeah, I didn't try hard enough. You know, you know what that means? That just means that your trip is coming up next. We've had That's ours. That's true. Just true. like the, the yeah. law of everyone being late in a rotation, your trip will be next. Oh, shit. For you viewers who do not, or listeners, however you're enjoying this, we have a rotation of who gets to be late every week. It was my turn this week. I was five minutes late intentionally. She was. Mm-hmm. It's so good. We just had one person. After I asked you guys to do this like two hours earlier than we usually do. <laughs> <Shut> up <laughs> earlier so I could be and late. she shows up late. You know, well, that just means it's Arva's turn to be late next week. Which is funny because he's also the host. So we literally oh, can't. <laughs> shit. I'll show up late and be like, hey guys. <laughs> Hey, I wasn't late. What are you talking Show about? Show up two hours late and be like, oh, what happened? Where's everybody? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't yeah, matter. I no get rid of this fucking alarm, this early ass alarm. I oh, yeah, I don't have to wake up this early next time. Early Thank ass God. alarm, like 3 p.m. <laughs> Excuse me, well, I set mine for 2 p.m. Wow, my bad. Okay, yeah, I was set for 12 p.m. Okay, my alarm was set for 8.30 a.m., so I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. Jesus. That's that's too early. That's Yeah, it is. it is. That's disgusting. I can leave my alarm set for 5.44 like a regular person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's going back to like 2, 3 p.m. Like a normal... Human being sleeping in until 3 p.m. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Scuttling around the house at night like a little crab. I'm a normal functioning human in society. Yes, what do you mean? exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you all so much for listening in today. Uh, let's see. You can find, I'll go alphabetically here. You can find Arva at Arva, A R V A, on Twitch and Arva underscore 69 on Twitter. You can find Farah at Fair the Bat on Twitch and Fair Silvertail on Twitter. And I am Westy, Sir Westy on Twitch and Westy HC on Twitter. There will also be links below or to the side. I don't know. Where, wherever you look, look around, you got to hunt for it. There's links. If you, if you find it, you win a prize. If you find it and come into our chat and say, hey, I really enjoyed the podcast, you win a prize. 
it's yeah. dependent on the streamer. I've seen a few people, I see a few people come around saying they've been watching, and that makes me very happy. Thank you guys for listening and watching the podcast. It does. It yeah, does make me happy. it feels really like good to see that. I like yeah. when people DM me and they're like, they reference a specific thing that was said in the podcast and I don't remember what it is. So like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go back and like, hold on, what did, what did I say? You're hold like on. smiling and nodding. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, what was it? You're like fiercely typing. Uh, it's a lot of fun. But we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.